today on The Film Printer, a crash course in what it really means to build an audience and how to approach this whole process in a way that will lead you to a profitable, fulfilling business selling your films directly to fans. Trust me, there are a lot of misconceptions out there when it comes to audience building, and it's pretty easy to spend months or even years going down a rabbit hole that will end up leading nowhere. So buckle up, because today we are going to set the record straight and build a strong foundation for all the future episodes of this podcast. Here we go. Hey friend, welcome to Filmmaker Freedom. This is a show for ambitious indie filmmakers who want to make work they're proud of, build audiences, cut out the middlemen, and earn a damn good living selling directly to their fans. My name is Rob Hardy, and I'm a filmmaker and marketing consultant who's worked with a number of brands and startups to help them connect with online audiences and grow their business. Though I'd initially given up on the idea of making a living with indie films, after years of working in the world of marketing, I saw that many of the strategies that worked for other types of companies could be applied to indie film, with a few tweaks, of course. So that's what these solo episodes of Filmmaker Freedom are, a living, breathing document of everything I've learned about marketing, entrepreneurship, creating work that resonates, and living a good life. And one last thing before we begin, I just want to thank my good friends over at Music Vine for sponsoring this show. Over the years, I've used just about every music licensing platform out there, and I can say without hesitation that Musicvine is at the very top of my list. The quality and uniqueness of the music are outstanding, the prices are reasonable, and the design and functionality of their website are second to none. It's just a pure pleasure to use. So if you're a discerning filmmaker who needs quality music, just go to musicvine.com and use the code FILMFREEDOM for 25% off your next order. All right, now let's get into the practical lesson at the heart of today's episode. Okay, so a quick heads up before we dive in. What you're about to hear is the audio version of an article that I wrote earlier this year. And if you just want to read that, like in its original form, you can find it at filmprintershow.com slash fundamentals. But... Otherwise, I'm just going to read this thing because it really is a crash course in profitable audience building, and you really need to understand these core concepts before we get into more advanced stuff later on. So without any further ado, here are the fundamentals of building a profitable audience for your indie films. So I'm guessing that you've been told to build an audience before. That phrase is right up there with quote unquote, tell good stories for the most ubiquitous filmmaking advice ever. And don't get me wrong, it's a great piece of advice, one that I believe in wholeheartedly. An audience, when built the right way, is one of the few assets that can alleviate the most painful parts of the filmmaking process. I'm talking about funding and distribution. When you have an audience that's engaged with your work, crowdfunding becomes way easier, and so does attracting and persuading traditional investors for that matter. And when it comes to marketing and distribution, an audience gives you massive leverage and flexibility that makes you far more attractive to traditional distributors and dramatically increases the odds 
that DIY and direct distribution will be a profitable endeavor for you. Basically, build an audience is great advice for any filmmaker who wants more control over the financial side of their profession. But there's just one big problem. Usually, what people mean when they tell you to build an audience is to get a lot of social media followers. Like, that's the subtext of what they're actually saying. And unfortunately, build an audience and get a lot of social media followers are not the same thing. Not even close. So my goal with this piece is to dispel some harmful myths about audience building and show you how to do it in a way that's ethical, fulfilling, and most importantly, profitable. I want you to have a strong foundational understanding of this concept because going forward, this site and this podcast will be the definitive online resources for filmmakers who want more control and leverage in their careers. And like I mentioned, building an audience is the key that will unlock more doors than anything else you could be doing. An audience puts you in charge of your own future. Instead of hoping and praying for industry gatekeepers to put you on the map, once you go through this process, you will be calling your own shots. So if that sounds good to you, keep on listening, amigo. So the first section of this article is about what it really means to build an audience. And let's start with the basics. What even is an audience? As far as I'm concerned, there are really two types of audiences that you should be thinking about. One is the potential audience, and this is a group of people who would dig your work and who would be interested in hearing from you on an ongoing basis about said work. Number two, you've got a built audience, and this occurs when you attract these folks into your world and you have a reliable, direct means of communication with them. But let's back up and talk about this potential audience a bit more. These aren't just generic people who like watching generic movies. Nope, this is a specific niche of people, and your primary job as a creator is to serve those people than any other content creator anywhere else. As indie filmmakers, we can't compete with Hollywood. We can't beat them at the game of saturating the mass market with high-budget commoditized media. If we try to accomplish the same objectives without the same resources that they have, we are going to lose every single time. What we can do, however, is niche down. The trick is to find a niche that's small enough that Hollywood doesn't really pay attention to it, but is large enough to earn a living for us and our collaborators. We're looking for online communities and networks who are underserved by traditional media, but very hungry for content nonetheless. And once we find them, we can focus our energy on serving better and mattering more to that chosen audience than Hollywood ever could. And that's the key. When our work matters more to people, there's a higher potential for us to earn a great living all while doing work we're actually passionate about. And that's the whole goal of this, right? To make the movies you care about and to make a living? That's the holy grail. So now let's talk about finding your audience and finding your niche. So in order to truly matter to a niche audience, you have to deeply understand these people, this group that you're trying to reach. And I mean deeply understand them, often deeper than they understand themselves. You have to understand their worldview and psychographic profile so that your content and films appeal to them on a psychological foundational level. Getting this one thing right is the key to mattering more to people than Hollywood ever could. Now, I won't dig too far into how to do this right now because just this concept alone could be like a massive course, but for now, start thinking about it like this. 
you are looking for people online who share one or more core aspect of your identity. Those few people who jibe with your specific brand of quote unquote weird. Because let's be honest, you're weird, I'm weird, everybody is weird in some way or another. And part of what we all want as humans is authentic connection to people who accept and value us for the weirdos that we are. This pattern shows up again and again in psychological research. It's one of the core drivers of human behavior. And we can use this in our audience building efforts. So there might be thousands or tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of people who meet these criteria, thousands of weirdos just like you. Not just that, but these potential audience members are doing stuff online. They're congregating, they're consuming content, they're having conversations and buying stuff. And more than anything though, they are searching for their tribe of like-minded weirdos, even if they aren't necessarily consciously aware of it. So you've got this potential audience of weirdos, but you just have no way to communicate directly with them yet. Next up, we're going to talk about the art of attraction. So this is where the quote-unquote building in audience building comes in. Building an audience is the process of discovering who those weirdos are, figuring out how to reach them online, then creating content to attract them into your world. Notice how I emphasize the word attract there. That is really, really important. We're not bribing or coercing or bullying people into paying attention to us. There are certainly businesses and people online who act that way, including some massive brands, um, but that's not what we're going here for. This is all about being an ethical human and treating our potential audience members with the utmost respect. It's about building relationships and treating others as you would like to be treated. In other words, when you're building an audience, you should follow the golden rule forever and always. That's why we seek to attract people into our world. And the way we do that is with content, whether it's with our films or other types of video, photo, audio, text, or really any other form. The right kind of content to the right person creates a bond. By entering the spaces your niche already hangs out online and creating irresistible content and films based on their psychographic profile, your potential audience will actually want to be part of your world and hear more from you. No bribes necessary. Okay, so this brings me to the next critical piece of the audience building puzzle, and that's storing an audience. So it's not enough to just attract people into your world or to even get them to follow you on social media. That's a good start, but it's not enough. For this to be really worth your time, you must have a place to store your audience, ideally on turf that you own, which means that you must have some way to consistently and reliably communicate with them at scale. For most people, this is an email list. And I know, I know, I can already hear you grumbling about how you hate email and about how nobody uses email anymore and yada, yada, yada. And to that, I would say, sorry, bucko, you are wrong on this one. Email, despite being old-fashioned, at least in internet years, and very often misused by spammers, is still one of the best ways to build trust and relationships at scale. And when it comes to selling your work, email outperforms social media by 40 times. Not 40%, 40 times. Let that sink in for a minute. But perhaps the most important reason that email lists are so powerful is that it's an asset that you own. 
It's literally just a spreadsheet of names and emails that you can take with you, even if your email marketing company were to shut down. So I just want to give you a quick cautionary tale about relying on big social media platforms for storing audiences. Because when your audience is, for instance, uh, just a group of people who've liked your page on Facebook, that is some bad news. I'm sorry to be the one to inform you, but in that case, it's Facebook who owns that relationship, not you. And the same goes for Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or any other of these major platforms that we all love to rely on so much. Now, why is this such a bad thing, you might be asking? Well, here's the cautionary tale I mentioned. About five years ago, anyone with a Facebook page could easily reach the majority of their audience every time they posted their page. So anybody who liked this page would get updates from the brand or the person posting those updates. But then Facebook realized they could be making significant money from people with pages who wanted to reach their audiences. So they went and changed their algorithms and virtually overnight, people's organic reach dropped to dismal levels. Now, if anybody wants to reach all the people who've liked their page, they essentially have to pay Facebook to quote unquote boost their content. And that, my friend, is just one reason why you must own the means of communication with your audience. Otherwise, your business could be wiped out overnight by some change to the platform that you're using. It's happened with Facebook, it's happened with YouTube, and I'm sure it will happen with other big platforms. And yes, these platforms are convenient, and it's often easier to reach an audience through them. But the price you're paying for that convenience and ease is very, very high. So even though you may hate it, and even if you think it's outdated, email is still far and away the best way to own that relationship and that means of communications with your fans. Now, if you're stubborn and you insist that you'll never use email, there are other options. And there will continue to be other options as technology advances and new products hit the market. Um, you just have to keep your eyes out for them. So right now, in 2019, as I'm recording this, the other option that can work really well for building an audience is to get your audience members into a community platform of some sort. Since you're only attracting a small niche of like-minded people, there's actually a ton of value in connecting them with one another. Like I said before, we're all searching for connection with like-minded weirdos who share our interests and values. And if you can facilitate those connections, your audience is going to love you. So practically speaking, you could do this with a Facebook group, although this suffers from some of the same issues I just talked about. Or it could be some kind of other community platform like Mighty Networks or Mobilize. I personally use Mighty Networks in my business and love it. Hell, you could also use a combination of both email and community, which is actually what I do. For instance, getting on the email list is the first step where the initial relationship is built. But eventually, when I want people to join my inner circle, they get into my private community. It's part of how I create super fans or true fans for what I do here at Filmmaker Freedom. You don't have to get that complex with your own audience building efforts, though, just letting you know how much deeper the rabbit hole goes. So that's it. To recap, building an audience is about attracting the right people into your world and having a sustainable, direct way to communicate with them on an ongoing basis. Not too crazy or complicated, right? But there's just one more thing that I have to tell you about before we wrap this thing up. And that's that it's not enough to just build an audience. In order for an audience to be a profitable asset in your life and business, 
you can't just have this email list or community or whatever and then ignore it. Nope. In order for it to pay off in any kind of substantial way, you must develop a relationship with your audience and consistently work to deepen that relationship. Let's think about this in a context that really every filmmaker should be familiar with, and that's networking. When you go to a networking event or a festival or whatever, there's always that one guy who's eagerly schmoozing and handing out his business cards. If you're unlucky enough to land in a conversation with him, he'll talk incessantly about how great he is and what amazing projects he's working on and how he's probably going to win an Oscar next year and on and on and on. Yeah, you know the guy. And then without even showing an ounce of interest in you, he'll just straight up come and ask you for something. He's looking for some kind of big favor. Maybe he wants you to introduce you to somebody or for you to work on his project or whatever it is. But he didn't build a relationship with you. There's no trust there and you have no reason whatsoever to do anything for him. So you send him on his merry way empty handed so that he can accost another poor stranger. Now, this really is the perfect analogy for one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they're building audiences. They get people into their world or onto their list, and then they start bombarding them with asks. Buy this product. Do this. Do that. It is a huge turnoff, obviously. And that's why your goal must be to play the long game and focus on building a relationship with the people on your list. And like all relationships, that means giving just as much, though ideally more, than you take. And like before, content, preferably sent through your email list or community, is the primary way you do this. And when you consistently deliver content and experiences that reinforce everyone's shared sense of weird, you strengthen the bonds between you and cultivate goodwill with your audience. And then, and only then, when it comes time to launch a film or a crowdfunding campaign, your audience will pull out their wallets with glee because you've already enriched their lives so much. They're just looking for the opportunity to reciprocate the value that you've delivered to them. But just know, when the relationship with your audience dies, so does any chance of earning a living from them. So treat that relationship like one that you want to last forever. Put in the work, and you will be rewarded. Okay, so let's wrap this thing up. We just built a strong foundation for how to build an audience in the internet age and not feel like a total sleazebag while doing it. In fact, if you work through this process, the people in your audience will not only adore you, but they'll love hearing from you. And most importantly, when you have something to sell, like a film for instance, they will be more than happy to buy from you. That's the magic of building an audience in an authentic way. When you do it right, the selling takes care of itself because of how deep your relationship is and how much trust there is between you. Okay, so let's go over the bullet points of what we just discovered so that you can really hold on to this learning. Number one, building an audience is not the same thing as getting a lot of social media followers. Number two, instead, it's about attracting a small niche of like-minded weirdos into your world with remarkable content that appeals to them on a deep psychographic level. Number three, for longevity, you must own the means of communication with your audience, and that means getting them onto an email list. A community platform can also work, but you need to be careful when relying on platforms that you do not own. And number four, in order for an audience to be profitable, you must consistently work to build and sustain a relationship with them. 
without the relationship aspect and without trust, the audience isn't worth much of anything. All right, my friend. So that's it for today. But like I mentioned before, this is just the beginning. Over the coming months and years, I'm going to share everything I know about building audiences online. And it's all going to be happening here on the Filmpreneur podcast. So if you're interested in the freedom that comes from not having to rely on middlemen and gatekeepers to make a living, stick around because we are just getting started. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to revisit the ideas in today's episode, you can find the transcribed version as well as the full archive of shows over at filmfreedomshow.com. And while you're there, feel free to browse around the Filmmaker Freedom website and check out some of the other rad content, including the weekly newsletter. Every Sunday morning, I send out a variety of the most useful, inspiring, thought-provoking stories I've come across that week, as well as some other cool stuff. It'll help you build your skills, master your psychology, and keep up with this ever-changing business. So if you're ready for an email that you'll actually look forward to each week, just head over to filmfreedomshow.com slash newsletter. Also, if the ideas in this show resonate with you, you're a great candidate for Freedom Fighters, which is my private community just for entrepreneurial indie filmmakers. It's totally free to join, but there is an application process to get in. So if you're interested in surrounding yourself with a group of like-minded entrepreneurial filmmakers who will push you to succeed and help you grow, just go to filmfreedomshow.com slash community. And lastly, I'd just like to give one more shout out to my friends over at Music Vine for sponsoring this show. The groovy intro and outro music came straight from their library, of course, and there is loads more where that came from. So if you're a discerning filmmaker who needs quality music, just go to musicvine.com and use the code FILMFREEDOM for 25% off your next order. Once again, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will see you in the next episode of Filmmaker Freedom. Peace. Peace.